You're listening to a 9to5.cc podcast. Hey everyone, just a quick reminder that if you're going to be making any purchases on Amazon.com, Amazon.ca, or Zazzle.com, please go to www.9to5.cc first and click the links in the sidebar or at the bottom of the page to support the site. It makes no difference to you, but it really helps us out a lot. Enjoy the show. Thanks. second to last episode of 95 Ghost of Fantasia. Today we talk about two films involving puppets. <laughs> I don't know if there's puppets, but okay. There's, 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 there's some puppets in your film. Anyway, there's certainly puppets in The Curse of Chucky. Gosh, I hope so. <laughs> and you watched... Uh, Imaginarium, the uh, fantasy musical from Nightwish. Nightwish! Yes. What did you watch? The Curse of Chucky? Yeah, I just let's said say that. something. Give a line. Fucking, it's Chucky. Like, I really, there's not much to say. <laughs> you know what happens? Chucky shows up. You know Does what he? happens? People die. Um, you know, in the past, we watched every other Chucky here's, movie. Here's the thing. I'll, we'll, we'll, talk, we'll talk Chucky first. Hang sure. on. I'm just going to quiet off my phone so it doesn't ring. Um, Chucky took a, 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 a turn towards the comedic, like, in the series, right? There was, like, the first one. I believe the first... The first two were horror. First two were yeah. horror, and then this is the sixth. I think yeah. it was the first three were horror. And then the fourth one was Bride of oh, Chucky, and then the fifth one was Seed of Chucky with the kid. Bride like, of Chucky was really funny, though. Bride of Chucky was super schlocky, yeah. funny stuff, and Seed of Chucky, like, same thing. For too, sure, for sure. Where it was like, uh, Jennifer Tilly played the voice of the Bride of Chucky, yeah. um, and then they had, a, then I think she became human or something in the fifth one. And you know, then, I think I'm getting him confused with the leprechauns, where it just, like, gave, they totally gave up on Yeah, exactly, horror, but, like, but here, this yeah. is one thing that was a little interesting about Chucky, uh, that I only realized at the screening, is mm-hmm. that this series of film has been helmed by Don Mancini from start to finish. Really? Because usually these horror, like, the horror serials get, like, handed off to different directors, Passed different around writers, like different, a cheap horror. Exactly, but this has been, like, his creation. His baby, His so baby for the 25 years or something, like, uh-huh. I think the first one came out in, like, no, maybe not 25 years. 20 years? 20 years. Okay, but there has to have been a 15-year break or something. It's been a while since they put out a Chucky. It's only been like seven. Really? It was 2004. Like, yeah, they've been coming out every, like... like, Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Like, it hasn't even been that long. The most recent one was only seven years ago. Yeah. Anyway, this one, though, is a uh, return to horror. Uh, Like, they're they're sort of... Like, if you watch the marketing for it, it looks sort of like it's almost a reboot. Okay. And, I mean, I guess... I guess miniature spoilers it's not really a reboot it does tie in with the series right. but it does um, at least like in the setup strips away a lot of the like the, the silliness um, even like when the good guy doll which is of course the doll that huh. uh, Chuck uh, what's his name Charles Lee Ray okay. that Charles Lee Ray uh, put his soul into in the first film right. um, shows up at the door it's not even covered in like the scars and stuff because like the Chucky doll has been all mangled up in the series yeah so many a time <laughs> exactly that's it so it's like the, the, the doll is like in it's pristine like first film condition right. for the, uh, the setup of the movie and the movie plays it uh, like way way more straight than uh the fourth and fifth movies have it plays like a lot more like a serious horror film that being said it is a chucky film yep and i mean like i think the chucky films i think we're always sort of like horror movies aimed more at teenagers and it's not like 
serious horror. You know what I mean? Like, well, it's a little doll running around. It's always a that. A, that also being said, they do. Yeah. There are some really good gore shots. Like, there's some, but it's not like crazy over the top, like European gore shots or whatever. <laughs> but looking at you, France. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But there is some like pretty, pretty crazy gore and stuff. So, uh, who you'd recommend it to? Anybody who likes that '80s vibe of horror film? Like, if you're like Halloween, uh, Chucky films. Nightmare on Elm Streets, Friday the 13th, like that genre. Yeah. But at the same time, I find it does a better job of being an 80s horror movie than those, uh, like, remember the Nightmare on Elm Street and the Friday the 13th reboot remake? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Did? Those are very much like homage pieces, kind of. They weren't really trying yeah. to be... Break new ground. Break new ground or whatever. Yeah. And I'm not saying Chucky breaks crazy new ground, but it's done much more like an actual 80s movie than like an homage to 80s film. I can't tell if that's a good thing. It is a good thing. It's, yeah. a, it's a really good thing. It's like it does it very. It does everything. It does really well. And again, it's like it's helmed by the same guy that did the entire series, right? So you think he knows how to shoot a little puppet. Knows running a bit around. of Chucky. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. He knows how to shoot a puppet in a way that like runs around and stuff. So uh, yeah, it's it's very much for fans of the genre. Like yep. it uh, delivers where it should and hits the right beats and all that stuff. Very okay. good. Good times. All right. Imaginarium by Nightwish. Yes, it was by Nightwish. So, um, Imaginarium is the tale of a man who is uh, dying and losing his mind. And uh, as he dies, he's lost in memories and uh, visions from his past. Visions of Nightwish. Yes. <laughs> and um, there's uh, there's some other characters. There's his daughter and uh, I guess a girlfriend or a bandmate that uh, are like trying to piece back together part of his life and deal with the bitterness associated with his dying. Right. And the real like the core of this is like him as a child having like a fantasy adventure, kinda. Okay. Um, in his in his like vision in his memories, he's like having like a magical adventure, a la um, Roald Dahl, kind of. Okay. Um, and so he meets these like these characters. You said puppets, and you like yeah, like a lot of the promo stuff for this has that like creepy uh, snowman puppet thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I think it was really CG. I really doubt that there's actual well, puppetry. CG puppet. <laughs> um, so uh, yeah, I guess that's all there is really to say about it. There's a there's a lot of stuff that like there's is a lot revealed. Of Nightwish music. There's a lot of Nightwish music, <laughs> man. You really got to dig on Nightwish, and and I guess Nightwish. I don't really know them that well. Uh, so I don't. I, all I know is like epic metal, I guess. Yeah, yeah. That's kind of like their thing with yep. the, with the female vocalist, and um, they do like different styles of music. So that there's some stuff that's like not quite what you think of when you think of Nightwish. There's okay. like more down tempo stuff, and and even like a what do you call it? like a cabaret style. I think like girl in a red dress on singing okay. on a piano, singing right. that kind of thing. Um, but all in all, as a as I guess a person who does not enjoy Nightwish. Didn't really know what I was getting into, but right. it would be like a nonstop night wish the whole way through. Yep. So perhaps my enjoyment of this experience was somewhat diminished. <laughs> I was like, perhaps you should have consulted the review on our site. Yeah. Scott said to stay away from it. And then he even told us in person. Stay, stay away. away don't it. watch it. Yeah. Well, Sophie, who I watched it with, was like, no, I really do want to check this out. It looks kind of good. Right. And um, I guess there were aspects of it were good. I'll go what into is, those later. Just real quick. Yeah. So we have you and Sophie as like naysayers of this film. Sophie as a fan of Nightwish. Was she like, yay? Or was she like, oh, this is, they, they messed up. I think she enjoyed it. But okay. I don't think that like – I think in general the movie will really appeal mostly to Nightwish fans. <laughs> like the um, the the actors, they did they did what they could with the dialogue. But I think there were some weaknesses there. And the, um, the like – 
the, the, like the, the CG was excellent, so that stuff was pretty cool, but there was not enough of, a, like, a focus on the guy as a child to, like, carry it all as, like, a non-stop fantasy adventure. Okay. There was, like, all this other stuff that stopped it from being, like, a kid's movie with a bunch of Nightwish. <laughs> you know, which which almost could have worked if they had done it on that angle. But I was like, well, that doesn't make a ton of sense because what are your kids going to be like? Buy me the Nightwish album, and then you're just kidding. I mean, I guess if well, you're like from Norway or whatever, you're yeah. going to get into epic power metal young. <laughs> so I mean, that makes sense. I don't know. Nightwish to me is like ultra safe. There's it's pretty safe, and and like super overproduced. It's almost like kids' music metal. <laughs> you know, like I don't know. Fair enough. So and, to to recommend your like Nightwish fans need only apply like. <laughs> Well, it just it doesn't stand up as like a horror film on its own. It doesn't okay. stand up as like a thriller, as a psychological piece, as a like I just don't know where else where else it stands. It stands up as a 2-hour Nightwish music video. Yeah, yeah, that's <laughs> that's basically where it comes down to. I guess. I wonder if like where are they from Nightwish? Real quick. Uh, I don't know. I'd have to I'd It's got to say it in the paragraph. Like where's the yeah. film produced? Yeah going to say the country I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to look it up you should entertain people yeah and I was just going to say that whatever country that it's from I can see this doing really really well like imagine if like the bare naked ladies made a film it would like do really yeah, well in Canada yeah. <laughs> you know, it's just sort of like wouldn't maybe have an international audience but you're like hey did you see the bare naked ladies film yeah, I'm pretty sure it doesn't say I'm pretty sure Sweden or Switzerland or yeah, Norway or something yeah. real quick uh, spoilers yeah let's do them these are the spoilers okay so here's a big the big the big Chucky the twist. Big Chucky Chucky twist is that this is the and then the return to like I said they do it does tie in with the storyline and it ties in extremely strongly with the storyline. Okay. Uh, and it indeed enriches the Chucky <laughs> world saga. Because if you recall from the first Chucky film, and I do, he, he appears to be uh, Charles Lee Ray. Just seems to be this guy who just is getting shot at by the cops or whatever, and then runs into a toy store, and then suddenly does like witchcraft voodoo, and voodoo whatever, magic, yeah. and transfers his body into the or transfers his soul into the doll. Yeah, that's and the setup. And you're like, what? Yeah. And that's never even really been addressed as to how like. A weird guy just had these fucking... The, the magic powers to voodoo himself yeah, into a so doll. Yeah. This film, they uh, Chucky has been remade. Like, not re- be remade, but it's like, at a certain point in the film, his uh, his makeup, Chucky makeup, comes off and he has the scars underneath. Right. Like, he was like, he was shipped with no return address to this family. And the, <laughs> the girl uh, is in a wheelchair and the wife is, or the mother is like very secluded and paints all the time and whatever and they live in this big creepy old house okay so it is revealed right that that family was a family that charles lee ray had like kidnapped prior to the scene in chucky one and he was like keeping them locked up in like a weird like torture fucking scenario wow so he was like way fucking crazier right so this is like 20 something years later or whatever that's why she's crippled is because he like straight up stabbed the woman in the pregnant belly when after her like water broke or whatever. Good lord! Yeah, exactly. Yeah. You're like whoa. <laughs> yeah. And now he's like trying to get revenge because he's like because they managed to call the cops or whatever. And that's was, why he was getting that's chased. That's why he was getting chased by the cops because he had these people like locked up. Huh. So it's like really tied in, like way more tied in than you necessarily thought. And even illuminates the first one. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Doubly so. And then they 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 call. Uh, call question to it at the end of the the film, yeah. being like, "You never killed Andy Barkley." The little kid, uh-huh. and they got that guy in as a cameo at the end. So like they want, I think, lead this off and like re- reboot, do more. Yeah. Not say reboot, but like yeah, continue yeah. on with the series because it's like Chucky's like now that I've taken care of this family, like I have to go after. Andy, I have to yeah. finish what I started, like with Andy Barkley, and they even got the same actor guy, like grown up, <laughs> like Andy Barkley, whoever that was. Yeah, uh, and there's like a super brief 
cameo because it is like her character is so over the top that it sort of has to be Jennifer Tilly's in it okay. right at the end because it turns out that she's the one who's like packing Chucky up and shipping him because he can't really do that himself. He's like yeah, yeah, honest, yeah. right? And it seems that he's trying to like he, he use the soul of the one of the, the granddaughter or something to transfer I think because obviously he wants to get out of the, the doll body. Yeah, it's kind yeah. of in his... But okay, but he also has the voodoo powers to transfer himself somewhere else now? Seems to be, I yeah. think that would have come up. Well, I, I think he, he needs something. Like, it's uh-huh. a, I don't understand exactly. It was a little bit weird. We were want, we meant to ask Don Mancini questions, but then there was, like, a weird fuck-up because they, they had the wrong screener. Okay. They, uh, they had the rated R version, whereas we were supposed to be watching the unrated version, so he was trying to fill us in on the changes. Oh. Because apparently they need to... Like, he's like, the unrated version is the one that exists, but there needs to be a rated R for some overseas releases and stuff. Okay. But they didn't have the print. So he was, like, trying to, like, fill in afterwards, being like, and this scene was different, and this scene was different, and here's, like, huh. here's the bits of the stuff that you really should have seen. Like, they felt very apologetic about Aww. it. Anyway, but, yeah. Uh, but yeah, yeah, so... Oh, no, this sounds fun as hell. It's super fun. It's, yeah. like, it picks up and does everything, does everything right. It's a super good Chucky film. Yeah. Uh, is there anything to spoil with Imaginary? Yeah, not really. I, I was, like, you know... There's so many things that looked really good, and I just I was so annoyed by the Nightwish. Just uh, isn't that isn't that good? So um, does he die? Yeah, he dies. I mean, but that's the that's what the story Nightwish, is. Like, does Nightwish play him into into his Valhalla? Yeah, he does. And and <laughs> the other, I guess, like the movie ends up being more about like the daughter reconciling her feelings about her father and the messed yeah. up relationship they had. And like the dad was a musician. So it was like he was like way into his music, and she felt bitter and underappreciated because he was always into his music. So clearly, somebody in Nightwish has daddy issues. Like that—that's the lesson I took away Possibly from this movie. Probably the singer, because it was a daughter and a father <laughs> yeah. relationship. So right. I'm willing to bet whatever her face from Nightwish has mis- needed hugs from her dad and, and did not get them. And that's, then fair. that's where Imaginarium comes from. <laughs> I will say, however, that the, the CG was really cool. That like. It looked that, cool. Like, like the trailer looked really fun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And like that stuff was really was really fun. It was just it, it totally encircled with Nightwish music and um uh and like hammy actors. I see. Yeah. Uh, that's pretty much it. That's it. So we have uh we have one. There's more like episode. three more days to go though. Yeah, there's one more only one more movie that I'm gonna be able to see because of work. World End to tomorrow. World End tomorrow morning. Yep. And yep. I don't know if you're gonna be able to even get to anything. I'm totally gonna get out to see World End. You're gonna come out tomorrow morning. Tomorrow night. Tomorrow night is uh, press. You don't press doesn't get into closing film. Really? Yeah, really. Oh snap! So no, I'm not going to get to see that. Yeah, I thought what I heard was that they like they, there's a press screen in the morning, and then they were going to like they were just saying go to that one because they're going to shorten the press line at the evening. Like shorten to next to nothing. Like okay. Walter had to RCP. This isn't really good podcast talk. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, yeah. I was also going to say so we're going to have World's End. We're going to review World's End, and we're also going to have two uh, Fantasia. Wrap up stuff. Well, I was going to say two Fantasia episodes of Go Plug Yourself. We have interviews with uh, Catherine Corcoran and Lloyd Kaufman from Excellent. Newcomb High, and we have interviews with Kane Hodder from Hatchet Three. Super so cool. Those are going to be coming up. Uh, Plus, we have the Nine to Fivesies. Nine to Fivesies, yeah. which are in the works. Yep. All right. Thanks for listening, everybody. Yep.
you're a fan of the show and uh, the site in general, uh, please take the time to like us on Facebook. We are number 9to5dotcc, 9to5.cc on Facebook. And uh, also follow us on Twitter. We're at sign number 9to5cc number on Twitter. So uh, And also be sure to check back on the site for something on Mondays, probably. Uh, we have Zombies and Loathing After the Bomb usually on Tuesdays. We have a new comic in 9to5 Illustrated every Wednesday, a new podcast every week, usually on Thursday. It's either going to be a 90s or a Go Plug Yourselves. And on Fridays, we have Fine Arts with either Sophie and Scott. And, uh, you know, maybe John will even uh, contribute one of his mega articles at some point, too. You can only hope. All right, thanks. 9to5.cc. We're not working. Why should you? Thanks for listening. <laughs>